0: NBA Most Valuable Player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh.
1: Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Got, Got it. it! Giannis
0: Antetokounmpo. Hey there. Welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the Eurostep Podcast Network I am Ty Windish, and I am joined, as always, by my persevering co-host, not exactly a dedicated morning person, although we are recording at 9 a.m., Rohan Kadi, Rohan, how's it going?
1: I'm, You know what? Could be better. Uh, <laughs> it's not even just the 9 a.m. thing, which sounds terrible because, like... Yeah, it's not that early. Your, No, it's not that <laughs> <laughs> um, But it's just, it feels like the world is, like... Ending like we're, we're getting like once in a generation storms every few weeks now. Yeah. We just had 60 degree December weather. Yeah. Uh COVID is rampaging everything yeah. again. And we're looking towards uh worse conditions. So you know it
0: could, it could be better. It could be better. It could be better. And some of those, not all of those, thankfully, things are applying to the Milwaukee Bucks right now. Thankfully, no tornadoes that we're aware good thing, of. If, uh,
1: good thing the Bucks play indoors so they don't have to worry about climate change.
0: For a while, at least. Yeah, yeah. Until the floods. <laughs> um, but the Bucks, COVID, not the Bucks are not um, immune to COVID as basically literally no one is. Um, we've now had three Milwaukee Bucks players enter protocols, most notably, obviously, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Wes Matthews was the first. And then heartbreakingly, like the night, like less than 24 hours before Dante DiVincenzo was set to make his six-month away return, more than six months away from basketball return, we get that he is also in protocols, the third member of the team there. And this, of course, not the only absences the Bucks are dealing with. Also, Chris Middleton's, what the Bucks are calling a hyper extended knee. He missed Wednesday's game against the Pacers after missing about half of the Boston game on Monday as well. Brooke Lopez out indefinitely. Shemi Augole out indefinitely now. The three week timeline came and went. Coach Bud said he's doing better than we thought. No idea when he's gonna be back. And I'm forgetting one other player, I think. Oh, DeMarcus Cousins, personal yes. reasons away from the team, too. So a lot of players unavailable right now, which is not great. The Bucs did find a way to beat the Pacers on Wednesday, which we'll talk about. But Rohan, this has been the second, I would say, just brutal stretch for the Bucks after early in the season when they basically had no bench players.
1: Yeah, it's now instead of having no bench players, they have like one starter <laughs> left. Uh, so it's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tumultuous stress. But luckily, like we talked about last episode, I think um, it's kind of a easy schedule <laughs> going forward. Yeah, uh, but it's gonna be hard to replicate. Like obviously, the big guy. Everything starts and ends with Dallas. Yeah. So the way that Giannis's situation is being handled is we one we know he is vaccinated. Um, so we hopefully do know
0: that- hopefully hope semantics out here are crazy in no, Wisconsin he, for MVP. He even made a joke about it. Okay. Even okay. Thing. We feel good. Well, I'm just kidding, by the way. I've yes. I have been pretty confident all along, but we just you can never be too careful when That's it comes fair. to a you Wisconsin know what? MVP fair and telling the truth. <laughs> we've had two of them burn us so far. In the last 10 years, I don't want another one.
1: Fair enough. Um, so let's assume that he's telling us the truth. And if he returns two negative tests within twenty-four hours, he is fine. He's good to go again. He just if he doesn't, it's a 10 day or until and until he does that. So is so the minimum of ten
0: days. Is there a minimum of ten days, regardless, or like if tomorrow, if he turned in two back to back, could he come back? If
1: tomorrow he turned in two back to back tests, he'd be fine. It's like
0: LeBron. Okay. Well, no, LeBron's was different though. I thought. I thought LeBron scammed his way into not being, but didn't he like? Did, wasn't it like a false positive thing? Yeah, that's uh, what I'm
1: saying. Two negative tests within 24 hours of the initial.
0: Oh, of the initial. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we're already past that now, right? Or no? Who knows? Yeah. Honestly. It'll probably be a few days. It's hard to say exactly with protocols. It's murky. Everything with the Bucks timelines are murky when they do exist. But assuming, like, maybe sometime next week, maybe by the end of next week, but we really don't know, as we record on a Thursday, the 16th.
1: Yes. Is it would he be a nice Christmas playing- present. Yeah. Is he going to be playing on Christmas? That's a big question.
0: Yeah. And the answer is maybe. Yeah, we just don't know. It's just
1: there's a lot here and we don't know the answer. And we can't even speculate about Wes and Dante's timeline because we have no idea what their vaccination status is. Um, Yeah. And I don't want to I don't want to assume anything. No. (laughs) So I'm just going to leave it there.
0: Yeah. I mean, assuming let's assume yes, just for the sake of optimism. If so, Wes would probably be the first to return, you would assume because he went in the protocols like two or three days before Dante and Giannis did. but we. That's not it, the
1: way Woj wants you to
0: know. Uh, yeah, what, the, what was that? He's like, also, Wes has entered. We're like, yeah, we know. You already missed a game. And well, you know what the wild thing was? I Googled because I, I thought that too, but I was I was out and about over the weekend. I couldn't remember. And I Googled like Wes Matthews and went to news and there was nothing. Like nobody reported on it. It was just like Eric name tweeted it and it was on the broadcast and that was it. It's, it's weird. It's wild.
1: Yeah, it's wild with the Bucks. What you do when you don't tell anyone anything? Uh,
0: but oh, they did tell people that one. Just nobody that's cared. Fair. Nobody that's cared. Fair. Nobody out there was like, "Well, because they tell
1: like four people things."
0: Yeah, I, I and I don't. I just don't think many national outlets were clamoring for like the West Matthews enters protocols article. There's just too many guys entering protocols. Well, we,
1: to be point. fair, we get notifications when Mason Plumley is going in and out of protocols. Yeah, it's true. So I don't
0: know. Yeah. Weird.
1: Good, good job, Bucks. Good job, uh, Bucks. But
0: like, be safe and get well soon to all the yeah. Bucks and everyone in protocols, and everyone in general. Yeah, there's and there's in just general. a
1: lot going on. Make sure you get your boosters. Yep. Uh, it might suck. It's just come on. <laughs> it's the new flu shot. That's where we're at. People just seem it's so like, confused it's not, by the it's concept. It's not like this is the only vaccine that requires boosters. Like, come on, what are we doing
0: here? Yeah, I mean, like literally, the flu shot. Well, flu shot it's is not a vaccine. Different. It's not a vaccine.
1: Technically. And it's a different thing every time.
0: Okay. But uh, similar in that it's just like you just, you're just you going to need it. You're just going to yeah, need it. Yeah, exactly. Deal also, get your things. flu shots. Yeah, get your flu shots. I need to do that still. Can okay. get I get both flu shot, at once?
1: Yes, you can. Like you can cocktail? indeed get both at once. Is it one needle uh, or two needles? It's two needles, one in
0: each arm. Oh, Wow. I'm gonna have I'm gonna be boosted, man. I'm gonna be out yeah, here. Super. I I did that. So. Oh, look at you. Okay. Um. The rest of the injury slate. Chris Middleton was questionable for Wednesday's game. We don't have specifics on the injury. Hopefully, gonna be back soon. Based on that, but who knows? Can I step on my soapbox again, Ty? I'll give you. This is a shorter pod. You have like 90 seconds. How, how is this allowed?
1: <laughs> you If you are running a basketball team and Chris Middleton like simultaneously like sprains his knee and ankle in camera shot in the same game, goes to take a foul so he can immediately limp to the locker room. And then you're just like, yeah, to have fun trying to figure out what's wrong with him. You know, like we're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you anything about what's wrong with Chris Middleton. We're just going to say he's questionable. He has a knee injury. He has a hyperextended knee. Hyperextension isn't an injury. It's not. It's like Brooke Lopez's back soreness. That's not an injury. It's it's a symptom.
0: I think it's even worse than back soreness. That's true. I've seen seen other teams do the hyperextension thing. Like, I've seen it reported as an injury before. Back soreness, to me, was a new level.
1: It's... uh, it's just like, who's benefiting from this? I've said this all before, so I'm not going to bore everyone again. But who's benefiting from this? Are the Bucks? do they have, like, are they just, like, like rubbing their hands together? They're
0: like, oh, boy, they don't know anything. They don't know anything. <laughs> like, who cares? What, is, what does that give you? I don't know. I'll never know. I, I just, I have no answers for you. Um, just tell the people who care what's <laughs> happening with the players. It's yeah. not even just me, like fan, like
1: just general fans of the team. They deserve to know who is going to be playing in a game and why and how. And if there's an injury, how long are they going to be out? They deserve to know that because guess what? They're ticket payers. They're not going to go to games. Have you noticed that your attendance is down, Bucks? Have you noticed that? Have you considered that maybe it's because they don't know who's playing? Is that why you get emails every game day that, oh, by the way, we have a lot of tickets for $9. <laughs> is that why?
0: Is it? I don't know. You tell me, Bucks, because you clearly don't think so. They don't. Also, out. I mentioned Shimmy still the quote, basketball reference, let's saw the injuries. It's hilarious. This is this is what it says. Out, calf. They did say what injury this was. I don't remember. It's something in the calf, some muscle. It was
1: a calf strain.
0: Yeah. That was the only one that they did well on. Yeah, they were great. That oh, and the, they've messed except, up. Yeah, except then they, the, the timeline was way off. Here's what it says. Bucks coach Mike Budenholzer said Ojale is, quote, going to miss some time. There we have it. <laughs> And also DeMarcus Cousins out personal reasons. We don't know. And that one, that one we're not going to know That's understandable. Personal reasons are personal. So unless Boogie wants to talk about it.
1: You shouldn't disclose that. You don't have to disclose that. Hope everything's all right.
0: Unless he ends up in protocols like two days later. Like remember, was that Chris (laughs) earlier where he was the out illness? He does not have COVID the next day enters protocols. It's just a well-
1: you know what? I'm going to stop. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's the situation. But the bright side, one man, well, actually multiple, but one man in particular has stepped up. If you're watching on YouTube or you've seen the title of the podcast episode, you probably already know. Drew Holiday. Bobby
1: Portis,
0: though. Sort of Bobby Portis, yes. But <laughs> Drew Holiday has been that guy. He was that guy against Indiana. 14 assists for Drew Holiday against the Indiana Pacers. And led this team in scoring as well. He had 26 points. I'm pulling up his box scores right now. Yes, he did. 26 and 14 on 12 for 18 shooting. He's basically cut out most of his threes over the last few games. His last four games, he's attempted either two or three threes after seven, six, two games before that, five, another seven in late November. This is what we wanted to see from Drew Holiday. Cut out some of those threes make the shots by the basket count. I think it's probably easier to find those shots without Giannis by the basket all the time, which again, not as a knock on Giannis, it's just the reality of playing with a superstar, but this is the Drew we wanted to see and I think if this guy keeps showing up, they can certainly weather the storm without Giannis, Dante, Chris, etc.
1: Yeah, it's he's playing like the basketball that everyone was like clamoring for. And that everyone is hyping him up to be before he was traded to Milwaukee. When all of a sudden he became a bum, uh, not not much. I'm just I'm just Jeez. saying that, that. No, that was the discourse. Ty, oh, it's like, oh, Drew oh. Holiday is going to be the winning piece for this team. I'm making fun of other people. I
0: got you. Yeah, I understood that. Yeah, that 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 tracks. That's correct. <laughs> you look so disgusted. Now. I was like, wow, Rohan. Jeez, I know there were some struggles, but I no, understand. No, 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 that.
1: yeah. No. So.
0: It's it's a lot of
1: effort. Like, he's putting in, obviously, a lot of effort on the defensive end. But the thing is, it's like what we talked about with P.J. Tucker in the playoffs. It's like, how do you expect me to play offense if I'm, like, doing everything on defense? When everyone is healthy on this team, that's his primary role, right? Is just playing insane defense, otherworldly defense, just being a stopper. And if you can contribute offensively just a little bit, like, that's awesome, right? So now... He is the focal point of the (laughs) offense. Everything has to be done his way. So if you see a defensive dip a little bit, that's why. And you're also seeing, that's why uh, it's not like he's being matched up against the opposing team's best player every night uh, nowadays. And even if he's like being used as a stopper role, it's in select situations. It's because you have to find this balance now. You're not going to see defensive stopper Drew Holiday. I'm sorry for a bit. Until everyone gets healthy again. But until then, he's going to be pouring in buckets on the offensive end. Like if you look at last night's game against the paper, Pacers, the Papers, yeah. The Pacers. Um, <laughs> he was just bullying Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> yeah. It was not fair. It was disrespectful. I don't know what, it was disrespectful. I do not know. Yeah. I do not know what Malcolm Brogdon did to Drew Holiday. Maybe Justin told him a bad story or something. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, Justin told Drew that he was like, oh, yeah, I told this to Malcolm Brogdon. And then Drew's like, oh, man, I can't let this guy think that of me. I'm going to go disrespect him on the court. That didn't make any sense. But whatever. No, uh, that's OK. <laughs> I'm trying.
0: Um, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. and that's because he's going to his bread and butter. He's going and he's posting up. He's getting to the rim. You mentioned he's taking less threes. And it's just like the less threes he's taking is leading to better efficiency from three-point land as well. He's taking, like, against the Pacers, one of two. Uh, against the Celtics, two of three. One of two the game before. Like, less volume is more efficient <laughs> and also combining that with the efficiency of him shooting more at the basket. And that's how you're getting these super productive drew
0: holiday games. Yeah. And just to hammer home some of your points, this is the least amount of steals drew holiday has ever accrued per game while play all averaging at least 30 minutes per game. So he's at 1.4. He also had 1.4 in the 15, 16 season. He only started 23 games. I think that was, A tough injury season for Drew. He only played 65 games that year, but averaged 28.2 minutes per game in New Orleans. So the only other time he was at or below 1.4 was his rookie year. So it's basically like the least turnovers he's generated. His blocks are also down. He was at 0.8 blocks per game, which is a ton for a point guard for three straight years. He's at 0.5 this year. That's the lowest since that same 15 16 season. So we're not seeing the same level of, you know, deflections. He's not being asked to clamp guys all game. And I think, so, especially lately, I think some of that has just been, you know, trying to get healthy. And also, all year, they, he's played on a reduced firepower version of the Bucks as opposed to last year when the team was largely healthy, had Brooke all the time, had Chris outside of um, just a, a brief stint. Obviously, Drew didn't play some last year because of COVID, too, but... This year, Giannis has missed time. Chris has missed a bunch of time. Brooks missed the whole year. Dante's missed the whole year. He's had to focus more on the offensive end, and we're seeing that. And honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if we saw his scoring average tick up. I mean, significantly is probably sounds like a stretch. He's at sixteen point four right now. Might get up to like eighteen by the time he has everyone's to. back. Yeah, it has yeah. to happen.
1: Because who who else is going to create offense on this team besides him and Bobby
0: Portis? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Gray- who- Grayson Allen has become a question mark, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. I don't know what happened to Grayson Allen, but like, that's a genuine question. Like, are there any other shot creators on this team besides him and Bobby?
0: A little bit of George Hill, a little bit, not much though. We've seen it. Not, yeah. not a ton. Just in spurts. Yeah. In spurts. Yeah. It's, and it's like
1: just about the defensive impact going back to that in the game against the Knicks. Um, I don't know if you caught that one. Uh, I don't was think so. Yeah, I okay. don't think so. But uh, in the third quarter of that game, Quentin Grimes was going nuts. He was going nuts for the Knicks. And unfortunately for him, he's now in health and safety protocols. Oh. Uh, it was his first career start. Uh, oh, man.
0: Good for him, though.
1: Yeah, Yeah, he had a you know, career high in points. He had seven threes, and a lot of that came in the third quarter. And that's when the Knicks started mounting a comeback. And uh, then they were just like, okay, Drew, go, go, go deal with that. Okay. Go, go, go fix that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's and then he did not have that anymore, Drew. You You see, you see, he's scoring a bunch. Just don't, just don't. Let's, just let's not, not let him do that. And she's like, okay. Yeah, sounds a, good. You, sounds
1: good, coach. Good plan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's the, that's going to be the type of thing we see going
1: forward. It's going to be situational. That's what I'm trying to hammer. Yeah. Here. And, 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 like, that game might even not be a great example because they had Giannis in that game. They had Chris in that game. So, you might even see less and less of that going forward.
0: Yeah, which, again, is totally fine. Like, save it for the playoffs. And even in the playoffs, I think Drew probably... Save it for the conference and finals. <laughs> well, and I think even in those series, I think could probably skew slightly more offensively than he did it in the last playoff run, I think. I mean, you needed all the defense you got from everybody on that team, but... You know, if Drew took a couple less possessions off by basically shooting step back threes pretty early and worked a little harder offensively, I think you can trade that for some defense, especially on a team with so many other great defenders. So this could be something that helps unlock an ultimately more productive version of Drew just by kind of forcing him to do more offense more or less. I'm gonna slightly push back on them. Okay. Because this team is built on
1: its defensive I identity. I think it
0: was. I don't know if it is anymore.
1: I think they still have those same same philosophies. They just don't have the personnel. But oh, they're yeah. still gonna that's but that's gonna be what they attempt to do.
0: I think so too. I think they're gonna need more offense this time. And especially because their
1: personnel again. isn't as defensive focused, you're gonna need guys like Drew Holiday to put even more effort in
0: on the defensive end. Yeah. I I think they're going to need more from him offensively too, though, is the tough thing. Fair. I just and think who, they're going to need a lot like, of offense to win four series this yeah, time. That's true. That's true. And
1: especially when you have guys like Wes Matthews, who you're not seeing right now, obviously. And, and should, Dante as well. Save. Yeah, Dante as well. And Brooke. Uh, I will say,
0: so the team defense is clearly worse, right? Bobby Portis is starting. Grayson Allen is starting. They're poised to, if they can get and stay healthy and out of protocols, have many more guard defender options. Then after the Miami series, when Dante went out, like it was just Drew. That was all they had. Like PJ had to guard Devin Booker because they just had no one else who you felt comfortable putting on those players. For I mean, Chris is okay. He's not a stopper. Like even just Wes and Dante or just one of the two. Like that lets you like do what we're talking about with Drew, where let him focus on offense maybe for some quarters, and then somebody gets hot or it's the end of a game, well fourth quarter whatever, then you can say okay thanks Dante get out of the way now Drew will do this and we'll get what we get on offense. I think that could be a better balance. I mean we've seen basically they do the same thing with Giannis in every game, vice versa. Oh not vice versa. They save Giannis's defense fairly often, and that's. Also just beneficial to them as a defense. But I think keeping him out of foul trouble, keeping him fresher is a big part of that as well. And just like Giannis, I think Drew can certainly create some havoc, even if he's not on the ball in defense every possession.
1: That's true. That's true. Um, Let's shift back to offensive production because it gets into the next conversation we want to have. And that's all start. Yeah, because we're, we're starting agendas here. Everyone, we're
0: starting, we're pushing it's this. Been agenda. A while. What
1: was our last agenda?
0: Like, a award, award agenda. We've done a lot of Pat stuff.
1: No, Wes getting considered for a vote.
0: For one vote. No, no, I wanted one vote. I wanted one vote. I did not want him considered for a vote. I wanted him to get a vote, and it did not happen.
1: Uh, maybe until we get votes, time Until we get votes.
0: Oh, man. Uh, Imagine our ballot reveal episode. Oh, that'd be fire! Absolutely, electric. we'd we'd absolutely take it seriously. But <laughs> it here's kidding. why Mamu was third on my most improved <laughs> ballot this year.
1: Here's why Pat Connaughton is first on my MVP ballot.
0: Pat should get mo- most improved consideration. That's real. He should honestly, I don't think he'll win. Miles Bridges, Lamelo, maybe. Hero. There's there's a Darius Garland seems to be good now, but it's it's tied heroes to lose
1: right now.
0: I don't. Jared Allen. Ooh, you know what? The
1: ballot it might come. just be calves. It might, honestly. And that's deserved. The Cavs yeah. are
0: awesome. Yeah, they're good right now, man. That's a good team. Uh,
1: but getting back to Drew Holiday uh, and his, uh, like his all-star consideration, like we mentioned, we're going to need his scoring to uptick. Yeah. And do you know how he does that, Ty? How? He keeps playing like T-Pain.
0: Oh, finally. Like, you've been teasing this comp for okay. years. It's I'm going to go greatest. buy myself a drink and just let you say this.
1: <laughs> so everyone know if you don't know who T-Pain is, you are not cultured. Oh,
0: no. Everyone uh, knows who T-Pain is. You don't have Everyone knows. That's I, what I'm saying. If you don't, you're not cultured. He's been famous for so long that honestly, our young listeners might not know and our old listeners might know more who T-Pain is. That's depressing. Welcome to age, my, my friend. That's Welcome. awful. I hate. It. Yeah, I hate it here.
1: <laughs> it's like uh, I'm like the the kid. What's the what's Will Smith's kid's name? I forgot. Jaden. Jaden or, or Willow. Yeah. No, it's just like I hate it here. I want to go. <laughs> but no, Drew Holiday is T Pain. If you look at the first couple games of that stretch you mentioned, where it's like all oh, seven threes, six threes, that is T Pain on auto team. You're like, this is good. This is like, you know what, if you're doing like this and you're producing well and it ends well, it's really good. But then you get into these last couple games where he's really, really bullying guys down in the post. He's hitting two of three from deep. And it's like T-Pain hitting you with the what's your name? Oh, let my me goodness. talk to you. Oh, let wow. Me buy you a drink. And you're just like, why don't you do that all the time? <laughs> why are you doing anything else?
0: Have you have you workshopped this? Because somebody else tweeted at me that Drew Holiday is T Pain, and I didn't know if they were just like already latching on to your comp that you've teased, or if you've been workshopping this. No, this is the first I'm talking about. This, this is this. I like this. This is. I especially like that you sang. I think this is going to be a great clip for us. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> I like it though. I agree. I totally agree. It's like, why don't you do that
1: all the time? You have an amazing voice. Just use it. You have an amazing post game. You have an amazing ability to get to the rim and just destroy guys. Like, well, look at what he did to Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm Brogdon is a good defender, and he's big. Malcolm Brogdon is big for a point. He's like six five, and that's where his strength on defense lies. It's not quickness. It's not nope. like anything like that. It's just
0: pure power. And Drew Holiday just like rag Dalden. Well, we've seen him. We've seen him like throw back bigs with his shoulder in the paint. Like you'll see him get there, and some like poor stretch four comes over to contest and you just like, get the hell out of the way, dude. Like you're not stopping this.
1: And he's just going to hit jump hooks over like seven footers, even though he's six, three
0: wild. His game is honestly wild. Like
1: do but, that all the time. You don't need to do all this fancy production and anything. Just, just go out there and be you.
0: Yeah. And I think that he has to lean into that more honestly. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of variations of this. It's kind of similar to a take I had before the playoffs last year. I do think it's worth thinking more about optimal bucks. Maybe Chris isn't on the ball less, but maybe he's driving less. Maybe more. like Again, I think more of his shots should be on movement. Again, he can clearly run a good pick and roll with Giannis. But I think switching how they're used just a little bit more when they're all healthy to make Drew the guy who's moving with the ball more because Chris is so much better of a catch-and-shoot player But I think Drew is so much better of a scoring at the rim player. And I think it's not really up for debate. Obviously, Giannis is first and foremost in everything. But I think those two guys need to work on a better balance of this because I think they could both be scoring mid 20s on average on like random nights, like all the time, if they lean more into their strengths. Like, how many times have we gotten to see Drew kick out to Chris? It feels like not enough. Like, that should be. The default, because again, like if you're if you leave all if you're don't pay enough attention to either guy, it's gonna be a very good shot for the Bucks. And also throw in the Giannis factor. If you don't have two guys paying attention to Giannis, it's gonna be a very good shot for the Bucks. So I do think it's worth re evaluating uh, reevaluating that. And it's not Chris Slander, it's just making the best out of everyone's skill sets. Like that is as much about Drew not being a great shooter as it is about Chris not being the best driver. And we've seen it here and there with Chris. It just is not consistent with his handle and getting to the rim. But I think with Drew, we've seen, like when Drew is making shots early, he can literally do that all game long. And I'd love to see more of it. I would love to see the T-painification of Drew and Chris because I think you can get more out of both guys than the Bucs have so far, which, again, they've only been together for a year. This stuff does take time putting these star players less, together. Less than a year. Less than a year, yeah. Well, no, they've gotten a year now, right? When did the season? Didn't it start in December? Yeah, I mean, well, they've they've been practicing at least for oh, a true, year. Oh, true, Because Giannis signed in camp, right? So, Giannis signed... Read Jordan Tresky's piece on the GSPN oh, yeah. Substack. gspn.substack.com. A great one-year-back look at Giannis signing the Supermax, which is always a fun thing to read about. But... Yeah, I think uh, I, I think this does show you, though, that this is Drew's strength. Like, literally, his strength is his strength. Let's lean into that more.
1: And, it's, yeah, like you talked about earlier, just especially with Johannes and Brookout. Yeah. Like, it's prime, prime time for you to do Even that. Just, just out, honestly. Yeah. And it's just like, also, uh, we might be doing it again. Uh, Ty, uh, in the sense of the last regular season, we were like, we need to give Drew the ball more. Chris needs to play more off ball. And then in the playoffs, we we're like, please give Chris the ball.
0: <laughs> well, but I, I do think part of the reason, I mean, it was easy to sour on Drew's offense in the playoffs. That's true. He took so many jumpers though. He missed layups. He did miss bunnies in the playoffs. That's an issue. Of <laughs> he course. felt like he couldn't hit anything. <laughs> he couldn't. But I think, I think part of that is he needs like his fastball, like his primary thing, his, his go-to has to be getting to the rim, and I think he gets into trouble when he tries to start with the jumper and build out from there. I think when he starts, when he starts with the getting to the rim and builds out from there, it's better. I it's mean, it's like a
1: halftime these- shooting competition. You start with the layup, then go with exactly. the free throw, then the three, then, then the, the half court shot, and then the because you guys are idiots. If you choose the half court shot, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. I like agree. We were we were doing a watch playback room. No shout out. Yeah. Uh, uh, for this Pacers game, uh, I said watch play. It's just playback. I don't know why. The, the
0: URL is I think, <laughs> yeah. or that the Twitter at is at watch playback. That's what it yeah. is. So, and then we were watching the halftime show,
1: and it was just like this guy went one of ten from free throw in ten seconds, and he was like, "I'm going to take the half court shot." Like, yeah, you're you're definitely making that guy. You're, you're definitely. He didn't. He what, came like ten feet. What was the point?
0: What was the point? Why do they make you shoot the free throws if you get because to it's the a half competition court.
1: between two people.
0: And whoever did, makes the most gets to take the shot. The other person made none? Did I miss that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I, 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 listen, I bet he didn't want to take another free throw. <laughs> He's like, hey, if I'm 10% on free throw and 1% on half court, but the money is that different, maybe it actually was worth it for that one guy. <laughs> you, you know what? Maybe you're he right. He was like, he, hey, he I'm not making like 10 either. 10 short, though. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It was free. Maybe he should have compromised and took the three. Exactly all about
1: efficiency and statistics.
0: Um, yeah, but uh but no, I think and again, it's uh, Chris can still have the ball and be on ball. I just think we there needs to be more carve out for Drew to do it more. And even if you're just looking at like the quote-unquote healthy bucks, which to me, as sad as it is, at this point this season the healthy bucks to me is everyone but Brooke. That's the one guy who's supposed to be out for like months. So, assuming the current healthy starters of Drew, Grayson, Chris, Bobby Giannis. Even in that lineup, there should be more room for Drew than last year's lineup because Bobby gives you so much more spacing offensively and is such a threat from the corners. I think they need to find more carve-out for him to attack the rim because we're going to see over these next weeks. um, Let's see if he can still do it at this consistent level. I certainly think he can, and I think that's like a 23-8 and kind of player, and he's not going to have that much usage when everyone's healthy. But I think he can get to that level of effectiveness, which, you know, it's like the the Nets problem teams against the Nets have. Like if Chris and Drew are operating on a higher level offensively consistently, it just becomes so hard to beat the Bucs. Like especially because Milwaukee offers more on the other end of the ball than Brooklyn's been able to. Although sure. Brooklyn has a better defense and offense this year because their team is weird as hell. What a, what a weird year, <laughs> just in general.
1: Um, so you, you're mentioning 23 and eight, Does that get him into the all-star conversation time.
0: 23 and eight should, I think the issue right now is he's 16 and se- six or whatever. Um, he's certainly going to, I think he, if he catches, if he gets hot right now, cause I think it should start voting should start somewhat soon and it doesn't matter all that much for drew. I don't think. Or at no, all right. No, cause it's
1: going to be coaches. The starters are going to be Trey and Demar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, Harden, Harden and Jimmy not. Well, I guess Jimmy's a forward now. Yeah. Harden oh, does Harden not it. Ho- huh?
1: Harden is not starting. It's got to be Trey. It's got to be DeMar. I hope it is. Because it's not just fan voting.
0: That's true. It's um 50. It's 50% fan voting. What's the then rest, players, What? The rest is players and what? Players and executives? No, I don't, I don't think so. It's players and There's something else. I don't remember what it is. Do coaches get a vote on that too? They it? Might. I can look it up. But yeah, you're right. It's going to come down to coaches. I think the grim reality of the league right now is that there will probably be more than 12 Eastern Conference All-Stars because some guys probably will get selected and then not be able to play in the game. Because again, that's just where we're at right now. Media. 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 Duh. Um, which does not include us, unfairly. Yeah, as far as we know, NBA slide through with the ballot. Um, but I'm guessing that there's usually more than 12. There's usually one or two guys who can't make it. The way this year is going, I would certainly assume that to be the case. So, can Drew be like a top 6 guard? Probably. I think I think he's the kind of player that does better with coaches than just about anyone else, seeing what he does defensively. And I think if he clearly has the second best case on one of the best three teams in the East. If he carries the Bucks through this stretch, that's the narrative part, right? Get that narrative going of he carried the Bucs, he kept them a top three team despite he's all these injuries. He's those narrative
1: voters. Those yeah, narrative and he, and, he's, voters. and
0: you gotta peek at the right time. That's the dumb thing about All Star. I'm looking NFL Pro Bowl voting is going on right now. They're going into like what, week fifteen? 14 or 15? Something like that. That makes sense though. Like yeah, most of the year. The NBA, it's like, hey, if you have a great first three months, nothing else matters. Like you're but an then All-Star. Also,
1: it lets you care about All-Star a little more because in the NFL, like no one cares
0: about the Pro Bowl. <laughs> That's true. I, people wax and wane about All-Star too though. That's true.
1: It's become more fun in recent years.
0: I agree. I The, the, um, what's it called? Elam the, ending. Elam Ending has been great for All-Star. Definitely agree there. So, Especially
1: Uh, when Giannis is winning MVP.
0: Yeah, that that helps. But what what do you think? Do you think Drew has a a legitimate shot? I mean, obviously, as you mentioned some of the names, there are some really good guards in the East this year.
1: Yeah, there's Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan. Those two are locks.
0: Levine Uh, is probably a lock.
1: Levine has got to be a lock. Beal? I would not say lock. But he's definitely ahead of Drew. Is he?
0: Uh, Do we care about winning? That's true. What are they the have been, now? What are they? F- eighth. They're in eighth. Yeah,
1: they have been taking a
0: tumble. Um, they, Beal is shooting 46% from the field, 27% from three this year.
1: It's not great. Shooting.
0: 5.8 assists to 3.4 turnovers per game. Less than two.
1: That's a yikes. But it's, it's still like a like 22 it's points Beal. a game. Yeah. And uh, once you get past him, like Jalen Brown, I don't think he's a guard. Yeah. So I'm looking
0: at NBA.com. They have Tatum as a guard.
1: Yeah, I is see Tatum that too. A guard? Tatum and, no, he's like a—he's more of a three or four. I would—I would say
0: he's pretty, pretty easily a forward.
1: Yeah, uh, Brown is definitely a forward. Um, uh, then you get into guys like James Harden, Lamelo Ball,
0: Van uh, Vliet should probably go. Pains me to say, but yes, he's been their best uh, player. I—I—I I, I think he's been very good. It's going to be close. There's a lot of these guys who are pretty damn close. Garland. Now. Garland has a case. Brogdon won't go. See, that's the thing. No. So if you can easily write off Brogdon's nearly 20 points a game, I think a lot of these guys are gonna Lamelo should go. We'll see about Tyler Harrow. He's got a case now. Just why? He I, might be he might be the one guy they put in for Miami. That might be how that I don't, goes.
1: I don't like him.
0: <laughs> I don't hey Milwaukee kid. Nah, we don't claim him. I do. Why? Not many of us have done anything. I mean, we got the Warriors, boys. Okay, I said done something.
1: What they're they have the best record in the league or second best record in the league? We don't have the ones that are making that happen. Yeah, is Tyler Hero giving Miami the best record in the league?
0: No, but he's putting up twenty a game on terrible efficiency. Is it terrible? He's shooting forty four percent from the field. Yeah, but thirty eight percent from three.
1: Yeah, he's putting up 20 shots on nearly 18 – or 20 points on nearly 18 shots a game.
0: Not, that's not that bad. That's not good. <laughs> it's not great. I mean, he's, an, he's not – he takes a lot of he, – he's a jumper shooter. That's that's his issue. But but the problem so, is I you mean, have
1: to – I Young is averaging 27 on 20
0: shots. Well, Tyler Harrow doesn't go flying in other directions and draw a million free throws a game. Neither is just Trey Young anymore. He still gets triple the attempts that Harrow does. That's true.
1: Um, because Tyler Hero doesn't even go to the rim at all.
0: No, he doesn't. The problem for Drew is he's 19th in scoring in the East. Like Tyrese Maxey has more points per game than Drew Holiday does this season. Oh, God. That's wild. So he's going to have to step that up. I mean, I think plain and simple, if you're gotta under – He's got to be T-Pain. He's got to lean into being T-Pain. Like uh, It's tough if when you're under Kelly Oubre, Gary Trent, Dennis Schroeder. In scoring, if Dennis Schroeder's a guard, Tatum should not be a guard. I don't like that. Yeah. But really, what, I like, just want a buck besides Giannis to make it because Chris now has no chance.
1: No, no chance at all. Um, it just, yeah, Drew Holiday, he's got to be the guy. Uh, even though he missed, a, he's probably missed the least time now, or at least going forward, because Chris is going to be out even yeah. more. And uh, yeah, he's probably going to have the Best case, aside from Giannis, Giannis is an all-star. Yeah, Giannis is Giannis
0: is locked. Uh, Giannis and KD are going to be the starting forwards. They might call Giannis a center to squeeze Tatum in as a forward. It, or it doesn't like that. matter. That's all NBA. Well, I just – oh, yeah, but I mean for the sake of this team. I know, but for all-star, it's two guards, three forwards. Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But I think Giannis will be the – I mean, they usually try to start a big-ish guy, I feel like. No? Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I guess it doesn't matter. But Giannis, KD, it'll probably be Giannis, KD, Demar, uh, Trey. Is should Trey be a lock starter? He's
1: really good, man.
0: I guess. Yeah, yeah, he probably should. And then they're still ninth. And- I thought there was an Atlanta resurgence. They're ninth. They're five hundred.
1: Yeah, but Trey
0: Young is really good. He's played all year? He's played all Basically. year. He's played every single game. I, okay. I don't know, man. Okay, okay. I mean, it's a lot of talent over there. Is it? Yes. Who? Oh, They have a lot of good players. They don't have other, another all We just star. talked about that with
1: the Pacers.
0: But we, we we said the Pacers need the guy to put it all together. Trey is supposed to be that guy. I think the fact that they're below the Wizards and the Sixers who have had no players all year is a little – and the Hornets who've never even heard of defense.
1: <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. So basically what we're saying is the guards are a little murky. So Drew does have a shot if he continues scoring. I,
0: I think Trey is an all-star. I don't think he should be a no-doubt starter based on how that team is played. Just okay, why, like, I don't enough. think Beal should be a lock because he hasn't even played that well by his no. standards. But he's got Spencer eight points per game over his last two weeks Dinwiddie next to him. So it's tough.
1: He's too busy trying to get those brand deals. Um, the
0: crypto, man. If you inv- if you invested in Dinwiddie coin, you're probably feeling a little bit of pain right now.
1: Yeah. Did you, did
0: you see he tried to – his company wanted to be the jersey sponsor of the Wizards? That's, I mean, honestly, like, why not if the money is there? It's probably a yeah. conflict or something, but.
1: they Yeah, they wouldn't let him do it. Yeah. Even though he was willing to pay.
0: <laughs> well, he also tried to NFT his contract as well. That's true. It is funny to think about because the jersey sponsorships sound like such big money. But yeah, to anyone on an eight-figure-a-year contract, it's like, sure, I'll pay $2 million. Like, put my face on it. Like, and, like someone like Embiid should get really petty. like imagine oh, yeah. Imagine if Jokic put, like. The silhouette of him pushing Markeith Morris on there. <laughs> That's pocket change to Jokic. And also I love that that was supposed to be not a big deal. And he has not played ever. Marquise Morris has not played since then.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, don't start fights. Fair. Uh, again, not defending Markeith Morris, but.
1: <laughs> don't Just don't start anything.
0: Yeah. Don't, don't turn your back after you. I didn't think See, the shot on Jokic was actually that bad, but I, I get why. I you thought he was retaliate. equally
1: as bad. Just the thing is, Jokic is bigger.
0: Well, yeah, and I, I, we it. know we know Jokic is a guy who gets frustrated.
1: Yeah, and it's like if you're going to shove someone and you turn your back, you're basically saying I'm going to shove move. you with your back.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. a punk move.
1: Okay, I'm never don't. You're never going to catch me supporting the Morris twins. No,
0: the more I, yes, the more I. Um, we've got, if, if I don't think, I think that's all on drew, we've got a question yeah. from a listener. I wanted to get to here in these last couple minutes.
1: Of course. Let's
0: hear. Oh no, I don't have the at hold on. <laughs> oh no. I don't think I'm going to find it in time. Oh no. Wait, it's DM. It's DM. I got it from at Billy nine, three, eight, three, one, two, three, three. It's very, the, the, all the other billies were taken pod question. Any chance the Bucks luck out and get an Uber poor man Steph Curry signing situation with Dante? Everyone's scared off by injuries, and they get a bargain deal. Potentially. So potentially,
1: I you have to. I don't think Uber poor man uh, is good enough for this comparison yeah, between I, Steph Curry
0: I, and Dante. I think, I think you can leave off the Uber. Sure, <laughs> that's definitely the direction I was going. Yeah, I figured. Uh.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, you could like I get it in the sense like you're getting a cheap deal, right? for a guy who's gonna be outperforming it. Sure. I think that's definitely a possibility. We've seen the flashes with Dante. We've seen him really like come into his own defensively. We're still waiting a little bit more offensively, but he was showing he was showing those signs before he got hurt in the playoffs. There's definitely a chance. Is it gonna be a massive impact? I'm not so sure because this is a guy who's dealing with yet another injury um it's just a constant thing with him he hasn't played a full season
0: so is it really going to be that sort of thing i mean I don't know. It, like the 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 scenario would say like he gets healthy he stays healthy that's a big part and he gets better from here so you it's know, a lot to ask for. It is. I mean it seemed like a lot with Steph too. I mean his ankle stuff seemed degenerative. Um, I don't know if a shoe company is going to make Dante its face and Taylor make shoes for him. Although I'm sure the Bucks are all over getting him the best possible stuff because that's just what teams do now. Um, I, I Honestly, I think the most likely way something like this happens is he signs the qualifying offer after this year. So there's no trade – he d- doesn't play enough or doesn't play well enough for someone to trade for him. And the Bucs don't want to give him up for nothing when he can help you potentially win a title. There's, I don't think, going to be a ton of money out there this offseason. So if Dante is still getting back to form, he doesn't want to sign like a long deal like Steph. And the Bucks probably don't want to sign him to a four-year deal that's worth too much right off the bat either for the same reason. Maybe he signs a qualifying offer, so I don't know what it would be, probably like $5 million, $6 million. So maybe you just get one very cost-controlled year of Dante and then he's very tradable during that year and, you know, you can try to retain him. You'd have his bird rights the year after if you want or if the Bucs aren't interested in doing that, he would then be able to go get a contract somewhere else. Not have to worry about Matt, the Bucks matching or any of the other restricted free agency stuff. So that I think is becoming more and more plausible. It's also possible they get him on like a two or three year deal for relatively cheap. It really all depends on this season, but certainly, like most of the time, it doesn't work out like Steph. Most of the time, the injuries do continue to be a problem. So I think you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold out hope that a similar situation happens, but you know, it's it's hard to say right now.
1: Yeah, it really is. And his qualifying offer is like six point six million, but I think there's starter criteria in there, so he has to play a certain
0: amount. Oh of games, yeah, which would has he already, no. or is it only based on the last season? I think it's only based on the last season. Oh, so yeah, maybe it'll... but I'm
1: not sure. I could be wrong.
0: Is that the higher one or the low? That's the higher one, right? Or no? What you the doing? six million? Yeah, that's the high. That's okay, high. so it could be even less. Yeah.
1: It's like when you get to guys like Zion. It's it's, it's, it's different gonna, because he, it's gonna matter. He was for the Zion. number one pick.
0: Yeah, he's not gonna like hit he, starter criteria this year. That's no been a big his, talking his
1: qualifying point. offer is like oh it'd be it's like eighteen mil or something. But if he doesn't hit that criteria, it's like eight or something.
0: That's a tougher gamble to take, man. If you are Zion Williamson, but uh, but same for Dante. But I, that that to me is something that's becoming more. This might be one of the rare cases. Where the qualifying offer actually makes sense for both sides.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see for sure. I just, I wanna I want see him play, man. I feel so I know, bad for him. I know. I hate that he had to miss, like, ah, oh, he was so close. He was so close. That's gotta be pain. Less than 24 hours. Hopefully he's back soon. Hopefully yeah. he's fully vaxxed and he can uh, return those negative tests so uh, he can be back on the court soon. Cause we miss you, Dante. We do miss you. We wanna get Trace Leche's going. So.
0: Yes. We need to. I
1: think Pat's approved it, so.
0: Oh, yeah. Pat Pat liked it. I think that was okay. Cameo where he approved it. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> Pat's getting a buck. If Pat's approving your idea, <laughs> Pat's getting a buck out of it. We should get Pat to do a Cameo on the pod. If it's, if it's quote-unquote business, it's like 10 times the price. Oh, boy. Because <laughs> I thought about like what if we had Pat do our intro? I was like, I'd pay 50 bucks or whatever, 80, bucks, whatever it is, and you go on there, it says for business, and it's like $500. Oh, my God. Is I that like
1: three-leaf consultation fee that must
0: be. that. No, it's like that for everyone. If you type in Milwaukee Bucks on Cameo, there's a ton of Bucks on Cameo. They got Oscar Robertson on there, but they all have exorbitant um, for business what? charges. Oscar The Robertson's big O's O is on Cameo? The big O is on Cameo. Wow. I can't believe Pat's still out. Remember the Pat Cameo controversy? Oh <laughs> the thin blue line? Someone tricked him into disrespecting cops? That oh was God. the funniest, like weirdest story of all time.
1: Uh, and on that note, I think we should.
0: Tucker Carlson up. just incensed at Pat Conedan. Like, what a world. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Thank you for listening to this episode of the Eurostep
1: here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the Eurostep Podcast Network. Uh, If you did enjoy the show, make sure, you know, you leave a five-star rating on Apple. Five stars. And guess what, Ty? If you leave a five-star rating, we're going to read it out on the show. Ty,
0: hit us with a review. Oh, boy. Why am I never prepared for this, even though we do it every pod? Hold on. We're getting there.
1: Well, you're getting that. Just make sure you're subscribed to the Substack. Make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, Make sure you tell all your family and friends about the show. And uh, we're just we're waiting for Ty. That's basically what
0: we are. We are waiting for Ty. I've got to scroll down. Honestly, we've been getting overwhelmed with reviews. Like we've got a lot. We're very close to 200. I feel like we've gotten more. I think we should be at 200. They're still saying less than that. Um, I think Okay, I know we did that one. I know we did that one. I think we've got – oh, no. We did – Bruce Eddie Drew was the last one, right? I think so. I think it was. Oh, we've got a, a nice quick one here as we, we're really pressed for time. Great pod. Five-star review. Got to be five from G blantern 88 Awesome content. Great insight on the bucks. Exclamation point. Indians rule two. Two exclamation points. I agree with all three of those sentences. Thank you for the review. <laughs> g blanter and 88 go bucks and go indians <laughs> yeah Indian go, people go not the former baseball team to be clear
1: <laughs> uh yeah thanks uh shout out if you're also Indian, i guess no we do have a couple of listeners actually who live in india so you know shout out to you guys shout out to the homeland uh but yeah thank you again uh make sure you leave a five-star review so we can read it out on the show and we just we like it it feels good it is very wholesome content uh but yeah thank you for listening we'll talk to you next time